Welcome everybody. I am Bill Courtright and thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast, Living Right with Bill Courtright, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress management. Hello and happy Thanksgiving to all of us in the United States and anywhere else that may be celebrating this wonderful day of giving thanks. I am Bill Courtright and I'm here with Super Millennial David Moreno. You said you were going to talk this whole episode, so can you say good morning? Good morning. There you go. Man, you're like a sad sack on a Thanksgiving day. So this week, we are focused on being grateful. Today, on Connection Thursday, we're going to talk about entering new spaces. And I want to talk about entering the space of peace the new spaces. So as we begin to enter the holidays and close out the year, it's the time to set the intentions for the next year. When we begin to step out of our cage, climb our mountain, we will begin to open new doors. As you step through these doors, you're going to enter new spaces. When we enter into a room, think about it, David. We enter into a room to a place that is strange to us, or it's, uh, what happens is our first reaction is to seek out something or someone that is familiar. You walk into a party, you were looking for somebody you know or something that looks familiar. And that's natural, right? We don't like that feeling of not knowing, or should I say the unknown, as we walk through the door. Our mind automatically wants to move us ahead of the process. The mind or the ego needs to define everything and try to control the new space. So even as we set our goals, this is what I'm trying to get to. We, I want to talk about finding that space of peace, but it's new space and new spaces are new realities. And so immediately the ego wants to be in charge. It wants to label it. So this is what happens. Anytime we try to move out of our cage and change our lives, it's because of the ego's tendency to either stay away from new spaces or try to control everything that most of us fall, fall into or try to achieve. It wants to control everything in your life and it really tries to control you, your energy. So today is a day to reflect. It is Thanksgiving, and we're going to eat well, David. Don't worry. That's why you're a little on the edge. I Damn know. straight. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> hurry up, Bill. we got to go eat. So today is a day to reflect and be thankful for what you have. But tomorrow is the day. It's Black Friday. It's the day to begin the process of setting your next year and move into these new spaces within your reality. The reason we don't grow and the reason we have suffering is because we've built our lives from concepts. And we have these concepts of who we believe we are. So we have to understand as we reflect, we are not these concepts that we have become to know as me. I am, right? We are not our so-called brand. I hate when people call me my brand. You know I get crazy on that, right? We are not the program so graciously bestowed us by our tribe. We are not our culture, our societal programs. We are the light that shines through 
Everything else is bullshit. It really is. There is one thing that every human being seeks, and that is peace. I don't care who you are. When you ask people about their goals, in some form or another, do you agree with me? They want peace. You know, they want to find peace. They want to be calm. They want to find peace in their life. They want to get rid of the anxiety and the worry. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it may not be peace directly, but they want to get rid of whatever chaos it is in their so life. So, yeah. opposite chaos exactly. is peace. And we know that, right? They don't want to use that word, maybe, mm -hmm. but that is what they see. And peace can never be found through the ego. And peace can never be found through the cultural concepts that keeps the ego alive. You see, the ego uses two very strong illusions to survive. These illusions are separation and competition. We are programmed to be happy. And for that program to come active, we must get our stuff. And while we're getting our stuff, we better win while getting our stuff at all costs. That's kind of the programming. This thinking or concept of success has been a space occupied by many. But what is the truth? So a lot of people have achieved that success. The truth is this. You can join the game. You can make the money. You can buy the stuff. You can fight the wars. But none of this will bring you peace. I'm telling you from personal experience. To find peace you will have to drop the cage, mm -hmm. right? If I had to put it that way, you have to drop the concept, the want to belong, the want to belong to the tribe of success or the concept of success, same thing. This want makes you believe that you are separate. If you join this tribe, you are better than others, you are elite, you belong to that 2%, it separates you from the working chump or the bum on the street. And it's all a bunch of shit. I'm telling you guys that right now from experience. But the question is, if you get all that and you join that tribe, are you peaceful? You see, the want to belong to this group, this elite success group, doesn't make you stand out. It makes you one of the sheep. Hear me out. It makes you invisible. See, you're one of the sheep. You're one of the 2% sheep, but you're still one of the sheep. You must have the house. You got to have the cars, the boats, the travel, the clothes, the watches. You must eat here, but not there. You must wear this, but not that. You must keep growing your wealth. You must keep growing your success, or you're going to get kicked out of the club. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going, right? You got to play the game. The question, you have success but are you peaceful? Yeah, the, I remember somebody asked me, um, anytime you do anything in life, ask yourself this question. Are you comfortable or are you happy? And yeah. that's, are you fitting it's a good in question. or are you actually enjoying it's or a, are you being peaceful? It's for a good question. Doing? It really is. So if you refuse to play this game, the game of success, you risk being different. You risk being as seen as odd, maybe. People think I'm odd. And there are people, successful people, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, the one that had the, the show that Linda loves, right, of the women. I forgot the name of the show now. But she lives very within her means. Keanu Reeves. He almost lives poor. 
if you would put poor, he doesn't have the mansion or anything else. Jim Carrey. You see Jim Carrey, what he's doing out there. They're just a couple celebrities who kind of fit this. They don't want to play the game. So what does everybody do? They want to push him out of the club as Jim Carrey lost his mind. But there's very wealthy people like that too. Warren Buffett, I would say he's pretty wealthy, right? Do you know that he still lives in the same home he bought back in 1958, a $31,500 house? <laughs> he's only worth $68 billion. Just going to put it in perspective. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what people think about him. And then how about Zuckerberg? The guy wears the same damn clothes. He drives a manual transmission Volkswagen hatchback. That's what he drives. He wears the same t-shirt and pants all the time. And he's only worth $51 billion, Right? He don't care. And that's why he's kind of an oddball. He thinks he's an oddball. He does it what he wants to do. So um, Ingvar Camp, Camprad. I'm going to make sure I'm saying that. Camprad. This is the founder of Ikea. He still flies economy class and often rides the bus. He's only worth $39 billion. So finding new spaces isn't about making it, people. I want you to understand that on this day of thanks. It's about finding your unique purpose and finding peace. So purpose is what gets you out of bed with anticipation. Purpose is what keeps you going even when nothing seems to work. <laughs> My life purpose has always been the same. I can go back to as a kid. It's to increase the energy around me. I really, David, you back me up on this. You can disagree too. I really love to see people find success. To, to feel that they're, that they're really energetically living their life. I love helping people and watch that, them succeed. Yeah, that's why you spend... I mean, hours upon hours a week giving away free consults and free this and free that. And it's helping just people, I just, I get a kick out of it. Now, what's the selfish side of that? It's fulfilling my purpose, <laughs> right? It's fulfilling my purpose. And my purpose is to change the state of the planet. Do you think I can do that by myself? Mm -hmm. There's only one guy who did that by himself, you know? We even had 12 guys working with yeah. him, right? <laughs> so when you discover your purpose... You will carry that purpose everywhere you go. So when you enter those new spaces, your purpose will come with you and will shine and you will connect to people. So when I go to anywhere, I don't care if I'm sitting in a mastermind, I don't care if I'm sitting in an event, I don't care if I'm in the mall or an airport, my purpose is always with me. So understand, purpose doesn't drive me. I want people to understand it. It's, it is me. We all have a purpose. You just have to break free from all the concepts of who you believe you are or you believe you have to become and find it. I recently heard Jim Carrey say this. I thought it was wonderful. Jim Carrey said, the effect we have on others is the most valuable currency we have. I want to repeat that. It's Jim Carrey. The effect we have on others is the most valuable currency we have. Think about that. When we help people, it gives me a kick. I don't need it. Yes, I have to make a living. Of course. And I make a good living. I'm not complaining. It's not that. But it's not my end all. It's really not my end all. I've really become a minimalist. I've really brought my life down when you look at it five, six years ago. So on this Thanksgiving Day, reflect be thankful and dream. 
What do you truly want? And here's a more important question. Why do you want it? Why? I can only teach what I know. And what I can only teach what I know and what I have experienced. So let me share a little more of my story. So I searched for two things my entire life. Two things. I wanted to make it, a sense of completion, and I wanted to be happy. Those were the two things I wanted more than anything from my childhood. And I believed if I achieved what I wanted, I could then be happy. It was really weird. I wouldn't really allow myself to be happy unless I achieved what I wanted. So I started, first it was my body, right? And it was my body to become a champion and develop that perfect physique. When that didn't work, I went after the money. And when that didn't work, I went after the fame. And when that didn't work, I went after the spirituality. And when that didn't work, I said the hell with it and just let go. See, it's when you're searching for stuff and you want it and you're stuck in that desire. If I, if I just build the perfect physique, oh, I'll be happy. It's forcing it. Yeah, didn't happen. Forced energy, right? Desire, 125, energy, forced energy. Oh, if I just make a million dollars, I'll be happy. It doesn't work. Oh, if I just build these businesses and everybody looks at me and goes, oh, you're so wonderful, Bill. It doesn't work. There was no peace. There was no happiness. Now, when I did that, and I finally just let it go. I said, the hell with it. I had an awakening. Now, this awakening, it was when my mother passed, and this was several years ago. And I thought I had it all. I had a beautiful wife, your mother, right? Think about this. I had a home overlooking the ocean, right? You stand outside our balcony, what did you see? Yeah. Beautiful, right? I had the cars. I had the money. We travel around the world. And I had six-pack abs. <laughs> so <laughs> what else is there you can want, right? But in a moment... I was awakened to the truth, and it's when my mother passed. This awakening can be hard to explain. I'm going to try, okay? But let me try. It's hard to explain. Imagine the worst toothache or pain you've ever had. You remember, right? That's a horrible thing, right? But imagine if you've never had a toothache, if you've ever been in pain. Imagine the worst pain you ever had, and then in a split second, it was completely gone. Now times that by 10. That's the experience. How do I put that in words? I'm trying to do it in my book. Can't put it into words. It was amazing. I would never, and, and honestly, I, was never, I would never be the same. But it was also fleeting. So it lasted a few days. And in those few days, I swear to God, there was no Barry. There was no voice. There was no ego. There was nothing but peace. I woke up in peace. I worked in peace. I worked out in peace. I came home in peace. I went to bed in peace. But eventually, Barry got back in. Damn Barry. <laughs> but, <coughs> but that one episode, and that was a few years ago, changed my course of my life forever. A lot of what you see happening today was from that one course. It started changing me, started questioning me. That's when it made me question, <laughs> what am I doing? 
why do I want to, do I want to build more clinics? Do I need more money? Do I need another car? Do I need to take another trip? Do I need, do I need you know, it started making me question it. But then this year, I had a similar, but even stronger experience. But again, it changed me, but the ego once again came back to fill the void, but this time was different because I wasn't afraid. When it happened, you were there. Mm -hmm. So David, you were actually got to see it, you know, and and you were there, but I wasn't afraid this time. I kind of felt the voice was gone again. There was no ego. There was no voice. It was absolute. And I can tell you everything lights up. When we talk about quantum physics, why am I so attracted to quantum mechanics and quantum physics? Because I've seen the energy. It's amazing when you see everything is just a little bit brighter. It's like you don't have your color right on your TV and all of a sudden they get the color perfect. It's like, whoa, look at that picture. That's what it's like. But again, it was, Barry came back in and I understand that eventually I've seen it now. I believe I can get rid of Barry. I believe that I can overcome this, but I also know that I'll never be the same. I can't even phantom living in fear. So that's the thing. I talked about it yesterday. You are either in fear or love at any given moment. If you focus on dealing with your life in the now from love, I don't care what's in front of you. You might not be happy with what's in front of you, but if you can look at it from love instead of fear, it's just energy. It changes everything. But understand fear a little bit. Fear writes our story. And fear has the story that it was given. Fear has the story of who you believe you are. Fear has the story the tribe gave it to write. You know, fear has the story of the concepts that you're supposed to be, what you like, what you believe, what you value. And fear projects this into your life through your programs, through your emotions, and through the energies or state that you live in. But I tell you, once you experience truth, when the ego is nowhere to be found, you realize there are only two states we can live in at any moment, and that's fear or love. And I'm going to tell you guys something. From me, from my heart, a lot of people have known me for a lot of years, and they think I lost my mind. You know, those that are close to me think, except you guys. You guys just kind of ride the wave. You and, Linda, you and Linda just kind of ride the wave, right? You know? But we saw, you know, the changes I haven't lost my mind. I've actually found myself. I take it back. I've lost my mind. Yeah, I was gonna say my mind. I've lost my mind and I'm finding myself. Is Barry still there? Yes. But I do now know that if I keep following these practices of stress mastery, Barry's gonna have to let loose. I have I meditate twice a day now and Every time I meditate, I go into such a different state without effort. I don't have to try to meditate. I want to try to quiet him down. I know because I can do that, that eventually he's got to let loose. He's got to give it up. He's got to give it up. You know, he's got to, he's got, damn it, Barry, you got to let go, buddy. It's done. You've done your job. You protected me as a child. It's over. So, This is Thanksgiving, and I want to wish everybody the most wonderful Thanksgiving. 
Take this day to reflect. Tomorrow, step in to where you want to go. Don't be afraid and let fear drive you from the spaces that can give you the true peace that you're looking for. Anything super millennial. Nope, let's go eat. (laughs) Let's go eat. So, it's time for turkey stuffing. I saw cornbread out there. I saw all kinds of stuff. And watch the damn lions play. So that's it for today's show. (laughs) Our mission is to create a shift in the planet. And that's what David and I and everybody who works with us from, and I gotta give, if I had to give thanks to everybody working with us, we'd be here, we'd, we'd, we'd run way over, we'd run way over, right? But I think every single one of you that has been in my life and that is in my life now, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. As always, until next time, stay inspired.